I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello. Sportive time. I'm Brandon. John's here. Hi, John. Hi, Brandon. Stu, I think, is also here. Stu? I think I'm, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Hey, nice to hear from you, buddy. Hey, nice to hear from me, too. It's been a it's been a little bit of a while. It's been uh, this a while. Is episode 200. <laughs> there it is. There it is. It's been a little bit of time. <laughs> this is those songs are more than two decades old. Everyone, both of them. Uh, episode two hundred ninety eight. They said it couldn't happen, but it's happening right now. Um, so one of our uh, favorite traditions here at the sportive is we like to report on things that are happening while we're recording, which is of course insane. And is truly probably one of the stupidest things you can do um, on a podcast. It's even, even if this was being broadcast live, which it's not, mm-hmm. it would still be pretty stupid. Yeah. Then I think it'd probably be illegal. <laughs> so we, yeah. we would be, yes, that Maybe. probably would be true. But I think if we were at a radio station regularly checking in with the score of the Twins game, people would be okay. like, yeah, that's they, a, we get it. We, we'll turn over weird, to the yeah. radio station that's broadcasting the Twins game should we yeah. want to know more. No, this is somehow dumber. Dumber than all of it. Yeah. Um, and I'm referring to our beloved Minnesota Twins, um, currently 30 and 20, having a good year. Um, our beautiful boy... Byron Buxton has somehow turned into like right-handed Ed Rosario at the plate. Swings at everything, but it's got a shitload of power. Uh, it's been fun to watch. Um, so that's all been good. But the bad thing is they've been getting piss pounded by the White Sox seemingly every night for yeah. feels like a couple weeks here. I know that's wrong. Feels like a couple weeks. Yeah, they're good, man. That's a good team. They're like a, they're at least a year ahead of schedule, probably two years ahead of schedule. They're the best team in the league right now. Oh, I hate yeah, it so much. I just hate I it. I don't. I have talked I, about this with the um, Cubs a few years ago, but that's just like the way I would want to build a baseball team is just focus on dudes who mash. That's it. Just oh, if you mash, God. I want you on the team. The pitching we'll figure out later. Running defense, yeah, we'll figure that sort of stuff out when we can. But for the most part, all we give a shit about is guys who hit the ball hard. And that's their entire team. Yeah, I mean, Luis Robert is just, my God. I mean, I, I, mean, yeah, I, really, I, really, I, I really hope he turns into one of those prima donnas who wants to get to, like, one of the coasts. That would be awesome yeah. because I do not want to play against him for the next five to ten years. It just seems like it'll suck. 
Well, we are coastal elites, and I think we can smell our own. We can tell yes. he's one of us. You can tell he wants to play. He wants to play for the Dodgers. He wants to get out to the coast. Yep, that's right. He deserves he just, it. He hates air quality, and he just wants to be on the coast. He loves a high AQI. Yep. Which I just learned this week, and I'm he not wants, curious about. He wants to play like he's in an old VFW in like Slayton. You know, it's just just smoke everywhere. It's gross mm-hmm. and sad, mm-hmm. and the world's collapsing around us. That's what he wants. And I, I really hope he follows that path because you know shit, I encourage man. him to. Yeah, him and him. and if he brings Tim Anderson with him, all the better. So, Package deal. Yeah, especially nationally that way because I, I actually like both of those guys, and I I obviously I have to hate them because they play for the White Sox. But um, if mm-hmm. they were to go to the National League, then I could just respect them and not have to worry about it. Because yeah, right now, it was... just just for the record, fuck the Chicago White Sox. That's the official right. platform of the sportive, right? The feelings of hatred came back very quickly because for many years now, I've just been more indifferent to the White Sox. A little bit of curiosity, a little bit of, oh, that guy seems like he's good. That's fun for them. Good for them. And now immediately they've gotten better than us, and I'm, it sucks. I'm sad. Yeah, it's not cool. Mm-mm. Not cool, bro. Wait your turn. Yeah. That's what I say. Well, in any event, uh, we are not currently, as we're recording this, getting piss-pounded by the White Sox. So we'll no. uh, we'll update you all. Please. We'll, but we'll let you know you, when it starts we'll to know. happen. Because it's important just, when it's happening for us. I hope that none of you ha- know the score. And as we've started to talk about it, I hope none of you decided to peek at what the score was last night as you're listening. Please just stay with us here. Do not look at the score, and we'll update you later. Just do us a solid. Um, John, I have a question for you about Major League Baseball. All right, go. I was reading in the newspaper today that there's reports that the 16-team playoff might be a thing that lasts beyond just this year. Like, it might just be a thing now. So half the teams making the playoffs every year. Um, Is that good or bad, and why is it the worst thing ever? Please explain. Oh, I think it's the stupidest thing ever because as a old person, I think mm-hmm. that everything should be the way it was when I was a kid. When yes. you, when you won your division, that's how you made the playoffs. And there was no other way to make the playoffs. And there were seven teams in every division except one of them would have six teams some of the time. And that's the way it should be. That's the way God intended baseball to be, the way it was when I collected baseball cards. I feel this way, and so does everyone else in the world. And I'm guessing there are 23-year-olds doing podcasts right now talking about how one wild card is the way that it was supposed to be. There should be six divisions Mm -hmm. and one wild card in each league, and it just makes sense. How could it be any other way? So I think it's stupid. I even in in a short season, it seems even stupider, but it's it's just extremely. Strange. I, the Twins, you said they were 30 and 20. Given the way the league is working out this year, they probably could lose every game they play for the rest of the season and still make the playoffs. It's unlikely yep. that it's unlikely that Seattle or Detroit or Baltimore is going to suddenly go on a run and get above 500. So the Twins are already in the playoffs with 10 games to go in a 60 game season. And I have to yeah. imagine that even in a longer season, what would that work out to? 30 games to go? August 15th? Yes. Yep. 
clinch a playoff spot August 15th and then just coast home. And I know there's seeding implications and whatever, and you can try to make it more exciting. I just think it's stupid. The The thing that baseball tries to lean on, whether it's right or wrong, is that they have this long season that's meaningful. And every team you add to the playoffs makes the long season less meaningful. Yeah, I'm having a hard time understanding. So the upside here would... Okay, so... We're going to have to, John, I'm going to have to ask you again one more time. And this is, we've asked you to do this many times. Oh, no. Can you once again. Whose mom do I have to be? Acclaimed role of Rob Manfred's mother. <laughs> every I, other episode at this point. <laughs> I don't know Rob Manfred personally, nor do I know his family personally. But given Rob Manfred's m- milieu, I have to imagine that his mother is a very angry person. <laughs> so I'm going to play her as an extremely angry person. We should ask Wade, the fact checker, who of all the episodes, um, whose mother you've played the most? Because I think it has to be Rick either Spielman. Rick Spielman. Rick Sp- <laughs> I was going to say Spielman <laughs> or Manfred. Uh, you beat me to it. Um, okay, so what is the uh, your uh, Rob's mom, uh, Mrs. Manfred? Um, what is the upside? Is it is it purely be- to stop teams from tanking? Is um, that it, Mrs. Manfred? The upside is that the only national games anyone tunes into anymore are playoff games. Therefore, if I have more playoff games, I can try to sell them to networks who are willing to show playoff baseball and no other form of baseball and therefore keep this crazy gravy train rolling for all of us. Money. Yeah. More money. Yeah. It's always the answer, isn't it? That's the only answer. Yep. Well, desperate times, maybe. A little desperate. But, you know, it's funny. You say baseball, desperate times, and everyone talks about how nobody cares about baseball, and yet the revenue is higher than it's ever been. People are more interested in baseball than they've ever been, and yet all you can think about, all, all anybody talks about is, well, baseball's dying. Nobody goes to baseball games anymore. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Yeah. I think it's just because old people aren't dying anymore. What? <laughs> yeah, old people. They live longer. No. So baseball's <laughs> popular to them. I got to tell you, going for the old people aren't dying anymore take <laughs> during a pandemic is... It's a, it's an out-of-left-field move. I got to... I got to say it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's a hoax. Sorry. You heard it here first. It's all a Are hoax. you a Catholic priest? <laughs> <laughs> Stu, are you a fan of this rule? Or I a just Catholic don't priest? care. I t- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you totally disarmed me there, John. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, I just, yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine it doesn't nothing matters there's a fucking pandemic on i just do, do whatever man i don't care <laughs> i no, just poor don't stu. care poor stu nihilism has taken his soul it's no it's, it doesn't it's even nihilism. It's, it's 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 moral and mental exhaustion i just can't get mad about it it's just well okay that's gonna be a eight team tournament they're gonna play 162 games so they can make money that's how it works so okay that's what we're doing now. 
there's going to be a designated hitter in the National League. That's fine. That's probably okay. It should have been happening for a while now. Nobody likes watching mm-hmm. pitchers hit. No one ever has. Um, people who say they do are lying. Ooh, it's strategy. Yep. Shut the fuck up. Sorry, right. I didn't mean. I didn't mean to get mad about that, but it's stupid. No, you're right. Uh, We're with. I you. know. I, well, I know I'm right. I'm never wrong, except all the time. Um, yeah, I don't care about it at all. Sorry. If you wanted me to go it's any fine. deeper on that, I just would just get sadder and more depressed. So. Right. So. Right. No, that's good. That's good. Let it all out. Um, yeah, I feel like there's the idea of adding more teams means more pennant races. But as we just said, there's a bunch of teams in the middle there that there's no drama for them at all. There's only certain amount of there's a maximum level of drama um, when you think about playoffs like this. And I just don't understand what this is actually going to do for anybody. Maybe if there's buys involved or like some heavy like home field advantage involved, like you get all the games at your field, that'd be kind of cool. Or something like that. I don't know. There's some way, hopefully, to make it a little bit better than just 16, than half the teams going after 162 games, which is just saying it that way, it sounds just like flat out insanity. What's the fucking point, right? So, I don't know. Hockey is kind of like this, right? About half the teams make it, and it's just an absolute crapshoot to get in. And yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if there's, anybody's like, there, oh, that's great. I love that. Yeah. Or like yeah, there's the no Eastern Conference to be the number the, one seed in hockey at all. There's no yeah. benefit to it. Yeah, it or, really or it's like the like Eastern it. Conference in the NBA. Oh, you won thirty-four games. All right, you're in. You're the number seven yeah. seed somehow. <laughs> right. Yeah, not good. Well, okay. So I think our official opinion is everything's terrible and bad. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Except cool, cool. for Byron Buxton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one walk. Mm-hmm. One walk this year. We'll keep everybody updated on that, but he's got just the one. Um, it's not great. He's hit five home runs in eight games, Brandon. What do you want? Mm-hmm. Well, six, except if you count the one they stole from him on Monday night, six. Oh, yeah, that was insane. Literally just, over to cheated, get it. just cheating to take a run away from Byron Buxton. That's just, uh, hate you, White Sox. Cheaters. When I was, uh, when I was a kid, I was like 15, uh, we were playing against uh, a team at a really good hitter, and my best friend was on the mound pitching, and he gave up a gap shot. I was in center field, hit it over my head, and it kind of went into the ivy, and I did that exact same thing, except the umpire did not buy it. And so instead of a double <laughs> that I was, like, embarrassed that I got, you know, I got burned a little bit, um, my best friend just stood on the mound and watched me, like, point to a ball that was clearly just sort of, like, laying on the ground next to me as this really good hitter just rounded the bases for an inside-the-park home run. <laughs> it was – it really hurt. And I just just remember looking out – like, I'm standing in center field by this ivy, and it, the ball goes kind of under, and I'm like, oh, I, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sell it, and I'm gonna, just going to hope. And so I point, and I just look and see my best friend on the mound, arms just up in the air in the, what the fuck are you doing? You know, I'm doing it right oh, yeah. now. I'm sure you guys are doing it as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just felt like time stopped because the umpire just stared at me. <laughs> everybody, basically everybody, just stared at me, and they're just like, "What's that guy doing out there? Why is he not picking the ball up? It's right next to his foot." <laughs> and I didn't. I was just desperate. I was really hoping that for some reason that his like wouldn't be able to see the ball somehow. I don't know. But it fucking worked in the major leagues. I can't believe it. 
So that's uh, that's my story for this week. Um, do you guys want to talk football? Nah, especially, but we should. Yeah, we got to talk Vikes. Uh, I know it's Stu's, Stu's team. Uh, this is going to be a long season, Stuart. Is that oh, right? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a long season. Yeah, I think we saw everything that's... I mean, the defense played like it was a... Mike Zimmer played like it was a playoff game. That's basically what it came down to. That's... <laughs> And, yeah. Wow, chicken, chicken, chicken figures isn't here, huh? Wow. Oh boy. Wonder, yeah. Wonder, wonder how I got away with that. Um, yeah, I was watching the game and kept thinking, like, oh, well, it's you know, game one. Maybe the defenses just aren't as crisp. That's possible. And then I was yeah. at my friend's house who had like the red zone, so I was saw a bunch of other games, and I was like, no, everybody else looks pretty normal. <laughs> yep. Uh, that might yeah. be. That might wow. be a. And an I mean, it's my now problem. in to to not troll dr fingers i know he's doing a lot of work right now as you know as ilhan omar's chief of staff he's very busy with the election right now yeah. um but yep Minnetto, yeah. but but i mean mike zimmer made andrew centejo halfway serviceable so i think he just needs some time with these guys to at least make them serviceable as well and obviously xavier Rhodes and trey wayans and mackenzie alexander were not anyone's idea of a good secondary so you may as well go with the young guys and try to coach them up and it's just you know their first game was against Aaron fucking Rodgers. I mean, but and he just ate him alive. It's there's I, I don't now, know what else. I I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't have been any better with Rhodes or Waynes or Alexander in there. There's just I, you can't tell me it would have been better with the old guys because they're just slower. That's that's the only I, difference. I was I was led to believe that Aaron Rodgers was not good anymore. Uh, if you give him a bunch of 21, 22-year-old guys to go up against who are learning how to play in the NFL, then, yeah, it's probably not. Looked easy. I, didn't, I, I, did, I didn't know the names of the starting cornerbacks, so that was, that was cool. I thought that was uh, – and I actually tried to pay attention to that shit. So, yeah. Yeah, was, I still don't. Yeah, it was not great. And uh, um, the offensive line, um, that, wasn't, that wasn't super great. Yeah. Uh, but the defensive um, got, line was garbage. The defensive line was really bad too, and uh, the oh, okay. guy we got, right. the guy we got for Jacksonville, was made no impact. Uh, Daniel Hunter, the best player, is uh, out for three, two more weeks at least, and they brought in some more guys to sign for the line, so it may be longer than that. So uh, yeah, strap on, guys. Uh, the one positive is that this week they got Philip Rivers, who they intercepted eighteen times last year. So it's, yeah, that's right. They just lost to the team that's trying not to win. Exactly. So uh, they lost to the Jaguars, who are selling all their good players, including the guy we got. So it'll right. be. Uh, it's. Uh, it's going to be. Uh, it's still going to be a long season, I think. I uh, my prediction was eight and eight and no playoffs, and I think I might have been optimistic. So. Yeah. Well, it does, you know, I don't know if you guys have heard this before, but it's a good way to think about uh, the NFL and maybe sports and even life in general. It's only one game. You know, turn it around next week. Oh, I've heard that. I've heard that oh. a lot. Fuck. All right. So, uh, uh, yeah, I just, it was, yeah, it was just, it was, yeah, it was, it was as bad a game as I have seen a Mike Zimmer team play again, non-playoff category. So that's very that's, good and garbage that's the, time. 
Let's, that's the, let's that's give Kirk the joke. some credit. Really oh, yeah, good. He, at oh, touchdown. yeah. The, for those of us who have Adam Thielen on their fantasy team, those two garbage touchdowns, chef's kiss emoji. Just beautiful. Yep. Uh, our young running, our young wide receiver, first rounder, didn't do a whole lot. Is that right? But still, um, he, I saw him. He caught one ball or hit one ball. I'm sorry. God, I'm watching baseball at the same time. Sorry about that. He caught one ball and like looked a little shifty. So okay, I guess that All was right. that was okay. So, so better than LeBron Treadmill's entire rookie season. Pretty much, yeah. He was already he's already surpassed Laquan. So that's yeah, uh, that's something, I guess. Thielen's um, good. Dalvin's good. Irv Smith's good. good. The offense could do Madison's a little bit of damage good. on the right week, right? And then, then yeah. the way you you really kind of need to squint to see it, but they stay healthy. Offense does a little bit here and there. Ben, but don't break defense as Zimmer gets in there and works with the with the children, with the fourth and fifth graders he's got on the defensive line. What's his face comes back. And then the Jaguars guy who's supposed to be good, they could make some hay. I mean, I'm squinting, but it's not like a crazy squint that they could be okay, right? I, they could, could they? Maybe? No, Something? this year? I'm squinting this, while I'm talking. Next year. I, I think this is, this is, this is, it's, You're it's throwing it away. This year, right, no. So Next year, no, also no. <laughs> uh, John. Um, how badly do you want to tank for Trevor Lawrence? Not at all. Oh, okay. Why? Well, I, I mean, me neither, then. the Vikings yeah, are soul destroying enough without trying to lose. So you just think they should naturally just play their regular game, and if they end up getting Trevor Lawrence, that's okay. Mm, I don't know, man. Last don't time you want we, a good young quarterback? How long has it been? Last Teddy, time we had right? one of those, we Remember? had Teddy, and we got rid of him because Zim's an idiot. Okay, that's true. That's true. I can't. Um, I can't don't you love again, the joy Brandon. we had? I, we can, Jonathan. No, we can. No. Teddy wasn't our first love. There had to be somebody before him. I can't remember, but a Viking I'm sure quarterback. You were, I'm sure you were in love with. Yeah, Jim McMahon Wade was Wilson's. A great. Your Sean Salisbury's. Did, did you remember, Brandon, that Jim McMahon was the Vikings quarterback one year? I, I did not like, until you just said that. I feel I like that remember... fact gets glossed over somehow. No, now that you mentioned it, the only thing I remember about the Jim McMahon era is it's just one of these weird memories. We must have been like teenagers, right? Something along there, yeah. Like young. Um, I remember there was like a late in the game, and he was scrambling around, and we were desperate, and all of a sudden he just heaved one like as far as he could which is probably you know it's probably like 30 yards um <laughs> and there was one of our guys was like there was nobody within like 30 fucking yards of this wide receiver and he caught it and we won the game do you remember this weird i do that was the like eric broken, yes eric who was that receiver Stu, you eric can do Gulliford. this that's correct eric eric. Gulliford. it was against the packers that's Okay, so I'm I'm remembering that correctly. Just I mean, yes. he was like wide open, like it, like it comically all, open, right? It looked for all the world like Gulliford had run off of the sidelines during the <laughs> middle of the play, because that was the only explanation for how it could possibly have happened. <laughs> right. Okay. Good. I remember that. That was was that the highlight of the Jim McMahon era? <laughs> I think so. Yes, it absolutely was. Because that was like had, the end of the game, right? Like he was, that, he like was one. Cr- yeah. McMahon was at the stage of his career where he was Christian Ponder without the arm strength. (laughs) (laughs) 
but he wore sunglasses, so he was cool. He was basically Poochie. So, uh, yeah, it was not great. Yeah, was that just one season? Um, I think, yeah, so, I think yeah. it, was just, it was just the one season. It was okay, back during so, the time when the Vikings had a different quarterback every single season. And right. it, was always, it was always like a veteran name that you sort of recognized. You had your right. Warren Moon your Warren Moons, your uh, mm-hmm. other people with the things. Like how it's just the, the other how one Dave, I remember too, but how Dave Craig never played quarterback for the Vikings for one season is beyond me. We I mean that would just be an oversight. It's like, you know, the the fact that Jeff Hostetler never played for right. him is just a fucking crime. Bubby Brister I mean, was never a season long starter. He was. For the Bubby Brister was absolutely on the team, John. You know, yeah, but he was, he was not a season long starter. Wait, how long was what? Bubby Brister on the team? Long enough. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Enough to make an impact. I'll never yeah. forget it. Lo- I th- what I about, think uh, longer about than DeBerg. Kelly Holcomb? Steve DeBerg Steve. was on the Vikings, I think. Yep. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Steve Dills. Oh. Uh, it was not man. Steve DeBerg, it was Steve Dills. Potato, potato. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my point is, John, we have loved before. I just remembered we all loved Randall Cunningham. And then yes. we loved Teddy after that. So we can, <laughs> I, so can I can, love that's again. That's two and a quarter century. There we go. That's two. All we need is a third, and I think it could be Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I'm just looking for a little strange. I feel like I know it's only been a few years with Kirk Cousins, but I feel like it's been 100 Right. Um, and I just, this is no way to live, man. This is no way to be an NFL fan of just the, the guy who is like maximum the 12th best quarterback and the median is probably like the 21st best quarterback. Right. No, sir. He's the, I don't know, the Atlanta Hawks of quarterbacks. You just know. Come on. He's, he's, where are you going, guys? It's like the several years in the 1990s when J.R. Ryder was the best player on the Timberwolves. Right. Yes. He's not very good, but he's also the only thing they have. Yeah, and I just, I don't know, man. This is, I've had enough. I want some new, weird, I'm just going to become the guy that just is always hooting and hollering about the backup quarterback. Oh, you mean an NFL fan? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be one of those guys. Just screaming about it, calling in to yell at Meat Sauce about it. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. That's my new thing. That's yep. it. Because I'm just tired sauce. of... I'm just Yeah, that's it. It's my new thing. I don't know. I just feel like it's it's hopeless to be in that like quarterback purgatory. There's probably a bunch of other teams that are doing that too, but... Um, I don't it's, know. It's hard in the NFL because there are so many bad teams that are making such strong efforts to be terrible. It's You're right. Hard. It is tough. It's hard to be as terrible as those teams. Yeah. If you're ever going to do it, it's in a, in a season when there's no ticket revenue. I mean, you have this is the year to just fucking just lay down. Just like feel like put seven guys on the field. <laughs> it's already a loss. You're losing money hand over fist already. Just let it go. Let go and let God. Let yeah, exactly. That's what that's what I'm that's what I'm pushing for. There's got to be a couple other quarterbacks too, right? Oh, here, hold on, hold on. I'm googling this. 
Justin Fields, another quarterback that's potentially supposed to go in the first round. And then, get this. Am I on like? Is, I'm on a regular looking website. It says there's a something named Trey Lance. He goes to <laughs> North Dakota State, and he's supposed the, to be drafted. the Bison. The Bison, the Bison. Uh, yeah, Doctor Fingers is alma mater. I wonder if he's that's got right. With him. I yeah, maybe we can get a couple of private workouts in with this with this young man. With this, do possibly... some questions. Possibly fake named Trey Lance. Yeah. Has, yeah, that for is sure. not a no. real name. Well, I mean, what was the guy before him, John? Easton Stick? Was that his name? <laughs> so, not a real name. Not yeah. a real name at all. The Witness no Protection Program is running out of funding, and uh, we, can figure, <laughs> we can tell. Easton Stick is, is an actual product you buy, it's not a person. That's amazing. There needs to be like a North Dakota State quarterback name generator on the internet to like give us a day to not soak into agony and doom scroll in and just like you know press a button and it's like oh Jeff Outlaw you know that's that's his name. <laughs> also, the name of a Vikings quarterback from the mid nineties. Absolutely, okay. <laughs> not wrong. Okay, how about this? CBSSports.com has a a. Offensive lineman going first before Trevor Lawrence. So, John, we don't have to even tank to be the worst team if someone else wants. If you just, I, we just need to I'm be not, like one of the ten worst. Okay. I got to remind I'm you. I, I'm just going to say five words that I, I, they're, they're going to remind you of how impossible this is. Lions, Jaguars, Browns, shit, shit. Bengals. No, shit. Oh, my God. I don't know. Dolphins, Washington football Dolphins. team. Giants, Jets. The Jets are still eight in the league, Brandon. There are eight or nine teams way ahead of us for being really bad. So. That, but if I mean, there's the, an offensive, I, I would tank. Whoever the offensive lineman is, I would tank for that guy because that would just solve all of Rick's problems right there. The Vikings have does, taken he's on. not from Notre Dame, sadly. <laughs> the Vikings oh, have taken right. on the exact personality of Kirk Cousins. They're. Not good, but they also can't be bad enough. They're between the 14th and 21st best team in the league. Now, they also think COVID doesn't kill them. Is that what you're saying? I think that's probably <laughs> right, yeah. Okay. Or if it does Sorry. kill them, then they're fine Sorry. with that. That's true. US, <laughs> USA Today has one has this Trey Lance character going 11th. So – Trey Lance, Justin Fields, or Field, I'm not sure. I'm not going to scroll back up. That's 11th or... to a football team or to Pornhub? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, the, the Pornhub draft is happening a week after. Okay. Uh, so then you get to, yeah, you have to declare. If he doesn't have a porn agent, I think he can actually go back to amateur. Okay. Just college. Oh, just... just unpaid, unpaid porn. Um, <laughs> sorry, Chest Rockwell going twelfth. <laughs> um, Easton Stick is in that one too. Yep, that's right. Um, so we just need to be like one of the ten worst teams, and God damn it, I think we can do it. You guys are not believers. I am. I think we can do it. I feel good about it. We got a tank for a quarterback. It's the only way. It's the only way. Are you with me? Still no. here. Just watching Byron Buxton hit a home run. 
I mean, I know you're with me. I'm wondering, are you like supportive of my strategy? Still no. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, I am. Stu the Nihilist is with me, John. <laughs> you're on an island. I am. It's not a Nihilist island either. Nope. Um, should we do bros and turds? No, I hate bros and turds so much. It's my well, least hey, favorite I just thing wanted to uh, <laughs> I just wanted to point out if uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe even no, I think it was a couple weeks ago. Do you remember, John? You were on the show. Um, we were kind of talking through our twins, bros and turds. No, I don't remember. And I that spent at all. a decent <laughs> amount of that segment bragging about my bro pick, and uh, because my bro pick was Randy Dobnak. At the time when I said it, he was like top five for Cy Young. And tonight as we record, he's in the minor leagues. So <laughs> It happens fast. Things Brandon. can go sideways really, really quickly. I'm, so, I'm, st- I'm still looking incredibly good. I'm looking handsome. Let me, let me, hear, let me hear what you got. Uh, Kenta Maeda and Mitch Carver. Oh. oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I think you've got it. You've got me beat for sure now. I know Fingers had a good one too, but I think I'm I think I'm in the lead. It sounds like it. Yeah. Right. We don't need to we don't need to relitigate. I know around the Vikings talk, but no. I just wanted to say, John, anything can happen. <laughs> uh no. One game at a time. Have I said that yet? You you have we mentioned that bro, fourteen or fifteen time. times <laughs> during this podcast. Yep. If you say it enough, it becomes profound. Uh, all right, bro time. I'm going to go with Irv Smith. God damn it. Yeah. Breakout star, ready to happen. He's he's a powder keg. I call him old PK. Irv PK Smith. Big athlete. Definitely plays the tight end position. <laughs> um starter or gets a lot of snaps um and uh that's the extent of my scouting report huge fan number one fan irv powder keg smith that's my bro um i heard a goddamn it from Stu, which i'd love to hear so i'm gonna i'm gonna give Stu a couple seconds to regroup jonathan hit me with it i know you don't right. even want to be playing this game <laughs> i've thought a lot about this I am going to go with Daniil Hunter because there's a chance he doesn't play a single game this season, and then he can't have the worst season ever. Do you see my reasoning there? Yep. Yep. I like this. I I'm, like this a lot. I'm aiming for I'm aiming for even par rather than trying to go for the green and two here. I love that him just not playing at all is even par that's to the, you. And not that's the best case pick. scenario here. Is Daniel a zero point zero zero wins above replacement is right. what you're looking for. Right, that would be a killer bro to you. Yes, that's what we're that's what we're looking for here. If I didn't know you so well, I'd say that's a bad pick, but um, I do, and that's the best pick you've had in years, years, many years. Stu, bro, it up. Dan Bailey. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> I think Dan Bailey is going to have one of the best seasons for a Vikings kicker in recent memory. I think accuracy. I think involvement in the offense. I think kickoffs. I think they're all going to be like A-plus to A-plus-plus. 
Do you think he's uh, going to thrive without the fans screaming at him? I think he's going to be the uh, best uh, offensive option on the Vikings football team. Top weapon. Yep. It's possible. That's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. How did he perform in week one, Stu? I don't even remember. They scored 34 points, so I assume he had two field goals and four extra points. No, wait a minute. Yeah, there were a whole bunch right. of two point. No, there, no, no, there were a bunch of two-point conversions. Never mind. I don't know what the fuck he did, but I'm going to say he did great. Well, if people aren't screaming and yelling all the live long day that he should be cut, then he probably went 100%. Because that's kind Boy, of how kicking goes yeah, if, nowadays. If, if your problems after week one were with the kicking game, my God, man. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Forest oh, trees, boy. that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's like you know I just not. Let's put it this way: I don't even think last week Zim tried to undercut his offensive coordinator. That's how bad it was. Oh, that's. I mean, I'm sure. That's a I'm first. sure there was like. So I bet he like left like a neg- like a like a real negging email or something like that. Just like yeah, really, just kind of kind of shitty and just kind of mean. I was like, oh, you. That shirt looks so good on you with your weight, that type of thing. You know, it's just he's just being like, you know, snide and kind of shitty. But I don't think he right. went, went, he didn't go full on. No, and just let's just just, just yeah, kind of so. getting started. Like the Zoom call, yeah. everybody was on, yeah, except Gary, and they're like, "Hey, should we wait for Gary?" And he's like, "No, no, just get started. I don't. You don't need to wait for Gary." Exactly. It's like a pretty clear message of like, not important. We don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I just yeah I don't yeah it's. That's 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 my statement on the matter. I love your bro pick. Um, let's go to turds. Um, I'm gonna go with Mike Zimmer. God damn it! What's your? I'm just gonna channel chicken figures here for a second. What's your criteria for your Mike Zimmer pick? Uh, I mean, even more of a red ass. Not possible. lots of lots of. <laughs> Lots of people trying to trying to get him fired. Hot seat, a real hot seat, red ass and hot seat combination. Redder ass, hotter seat. <laughs> One because of the other. Yes. Yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know. I mean, how, what percentage of fans do you think right now in a poll? before the season if they're like should mike zimmer still be are you do you have confidence in mike's i feel like most fans were like sure yeah he's good i like him right right yeah so at the end of the year i think it'll be like most people being like nah nope no interest he's boring he's grumpy he's gonna get rid of our beloved minnesota mainstay gary kubiak I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. That's my threshold. That's my turd threshold. Submitted. All right. Ruling? You're going to have to consult. Oh, I don't do the rulings, aren't you? Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, something Chelsea Chicken is not going to love it. No, he like said, I think he was uh, on Rand's case for not being more mad at the offense for the defense, giving up 43 points last week. So oh, he's, uh, he's no. already, he, he's put, he's put his marker down. That the safety, it just, it the just very bad safety, you. the bad safety that uh, the O-line gave up is what uh, made the defense like right. give up 43 points. And it's I get it. A, he, he, it's 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 Zimmer. He's he's attached. He likes him. I get it. Uh-huh. But it's it, and it's it's hard to I mean, try to stick up for that offensive line. You can't do it. They're awful. Right. Sure. It's like yeah. Totally it's just, it's it. just and yeah. So it's, I get it. But man, I just feel bad for him. For chicken or Mike? Oh, for chicken. I mean, right. Look at yes. I mean, just look at it. Yeah. Just look at look at that game. Oh. <laughs> That's uh, tough. Ugh. Stupid safety. If not for that safety. Yeah, I mean, I think like chicken screaming about that is another data point that we don't even need the preseason. People are just ready to go. <laughs> like he didn't need the reps to get to that take, right? I mean, oh, it, was, yeah. it was week one. Chicken's out of the gates with just a beautiful defense. Beautiful. So that's my turn. Uh, let's go around the horn here. John. Um, I'm going to pick one of the cornerbacks, but like Stu, I am having a certain amount uh, of trouble remembering their names. Keith Gladney. Hold on. Hold on. Jeff Van, Jeff Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy. <laughs> is that right? I think that's right. Yep. He, just Jeff checked. Van Gundy is my pick. Jeff Van Gundy, Daniil Hunter. Gotcha. Okay, Stuart, what do you got? Oh, God. Um, I think we're going to go with uh, Eric Kendricks. Huh. He's their best defensive player. I assume he will tear his ACL next week. So that's... uh, Your criteria is that he's going to get injured? My theory is that it's going to be an injury-based turd. So now John has been such a bad guesser of bros. He thinks that that would actually be a point in the pro column. Like well, he can't yeah. do any damage to the team while he's injured. That's I what literally a great season pick, for him. I literally pick my bro on the likelihood <laughs> on he would be injured for the whole season. <laughs> yep, that's yeah. He's the best player in the defense. It was him or Harry's. It was him or Harrison Smith. I couldn't. It was just one of those two guys. One of them's going to get hurt. I figured it'd be Eric Hendricks. Sure, that's it. That's uh, that's my whole thing. So, what about is Anthony Barr still healthy? I feel like he's hurt a lot. I it could be a nice backup turd pick if I had. Uh, like like everyone else on Zimmer's defense, they were not there on Sunday. So didn't even show up. No one punched. They in. they they thought it was a playoff game. <laughs> I do love. I do love that. It's a good burn. 
Good. Um, my backup team this year is the Carolina Panthers. Well, yeah, it's got Teddy on it. That's right. Teddy almost did it. Man, it was well, close. They, it was looking good. They did lose. They lost to the fucking Raiders at home, Brandon. They sure did. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he might pull it out, and then he didn't, and it made me sad. But um, his legs are attached. He looked okay, and uh, I couldn't possibly root for a player more. That's it. Go Panthers. Yeah. Um, Stu, let me ask you, as a NFL junkie, are you rooting – for Tom Brady or against Tom Brady? I think I think it's worse than that. I, I just don't care. He's in Tampa. Who gives a oh, shit about okay. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Irrelevant. They've been they've been irrelevant for a decade and a half. Who gives a shit? Right, right. I'm actually I'm I'm way more interested in how Cam Newton does in New England. And he's you're almost you're you're a pro Cam guy, right? Um, I mean, he's kind of an asshole to like uh-huh. women journalists so that sucks yeah but he's also he's also a black guy making white bostonites question a lot of underlying assumptions they have <laughs> yeah so we'll see how yeah. it goes there um but um i i'm, I'm much more interested in how that goes than t- again tampa's just tampa it's a vortex of suck nobody yeah. cares right well, I mean, some people might care, but I do not care personally. No. I just, it's such a hard thing. We probably have talked about this in the past, but like, I used, so we love, and by we, I mean America, loves rooting against the Patriots. They fucking suck, hate them. But then kind of a cool guy goes and plays for them, cooler than the other guy that's kind of been shit on. So I tend to like guys who have been shit on that are, um, little flashy and non-white. I tend to like that's huge to me. I really want to cheer for this guy, you know, to try to try to like tip the scales back to even. So I feel kind of stuck. Am I supposed to be a Patriot super fan now? Well, no. I mean, you can. It's just, I mean, you're getting you're a year after the. There's no reason to be a Patriots fan anymore. The bandwagon is empty. So I mean, it's an ideal time to climb on. So it's okay now, right? Because I'm actually just yeah. a Cam fan. Yeah. Like, right. I think you have you have my permission to do it. Thank you, thank you, John. Can I have yours, please? No, John, absolutely not. John, yeah. John, under Again, no don't... circumstances. John, <laughs> I John. want you to buy a car and paint a Patriots logo on one side and a Sixers logo on the other side, and then drive that car to a lake and push the car into a lake. And somehow also set it on fire. <laughs> John, you're Cam Newton's mom. Go. <laughs> uh, I just want to say for the record, as Cam Newton's mom, that there's this guy named Brandon Brockty who I personally hate. Oh, my God. Mrs. Newton. So, John, have you ever dealt with a guy you like going to a team you hate? Mm, I'm trying to ever? think of an example. I'm sure there are many examples. Right. Yeah, but not a ton, right? There's. Uh, I'm trying like to think. When LC Cord went to Delta Airlines, or what's that? Right. <laughs> that was a, that was such a deep cut. I'm sorry, that didn't make. Wow, that you? was no. So I com- deep. I completely missed what a, you said. What you said? What was this you a say? Twin Peaks reference, Stu? No, that was uh, LC Cord from the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh huh. 
he went to Delta Airlines as a pilot. That was the joke there. Al Secord became a pilot? Yeah. It was in Stu's Hunt Down on the Ramball blog, StarTribune.com. In 2005. Wow. Duh, John. That makes me question the Federal Aeronautics Administration and their screening for pilots. I think it's aviation, John. I'm retroactively terrified to fly Delta. Al Secord can rot in hell. That's an official sport of position. Right. Yeah. It has been for many years. Okay, John, I was hoping that you'd come up with cool guy, shitty team, what do I do? I'll give you an example. Okay. LeBron, LeBron James going over to the Lakers. Hated the Lakers with a passion. But I've always loved LeBron. He's like the guy who got me into basketball. It's a huge passion of my life. I owe everything to him. He's the GOAT. Love you, LeBron. And it took like 0.1 seconds for me to become the biggest Lakers super fan there ever was. So I think it's more for Mm. me about the guys versus the team. I don't care about the, well, I used to hate him. I don't, don't care anymore. I like LeBron. Same with the Patriots. Well, it's a little bit more complicated i suppose because i'm not a huge huge cam newton guy what with the you know talking to female reporters in a really shitty way thing but i tend i'm just my point is i tend to choose the guy over the team i absolutely do not do that no i know i'm a sports bachelor you're a sports if you took the 20 guy if you if you took the 20 hockey players i like the most and put them on the dallas stars I would want all of them to get leg injuries. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you can't be really. Well, I, I, I want horrible things to happen to the Dallas Stars hockey team at all times. And before you ask if there's any other teams, there are many teams that fit that criteria. Probably at least I would say twenty NHL teams. I wish ill upon at any time. Which makes playoff time extremely hard because usually all that's left is teams that I don't like very much. The, the only thing that I can go with is, well, I guess I don't hate the Islanders, maybe. I kind of hate the Islanders, but not as much as I hate the rest of the teams. That's right. how I feel about just about every sport. Really? It's either It's either indifference or hatred. You can't figure out, like, before the game, it's like... Ravens, Chargers, and you're like, okay, I've decided this team is like 51% my rooting interest, and the other team is 49 And then by like minute one of that game, you want the other 49% team to all just like get their asses completely handed to them. Well, I can I get mean, there. Ugh. Mentally, I can get there really quickly. Just decide like, fuck you, Chargers. I'm a Ravens guy. Now, and then a minute after the game's over, I'm like, well, whatever. We'll see what happens next week. No, I can't do that. God, so you just watch the Ravens and Chargers and just, you just no, watch it? No, that's the thing. I don't watch the Ravens and the Chargers. I don't like either okay. one of those teams, and that means that I can move on and do other things with my life. One of the great oh, things God. about – John, don't one of the great things, like this. Hold on, you hold on. being so well-adjusted. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> what I'm saying is one of the things about being a, being a fan of 49 different sports – is that there's always another one on. You're never stuck watching the Ravens and the Chargers. There's always another option. 
Okay, so so you turn off Ravens Chargers and you turn on the cricket championships and it's uh just bear with me here. It's <laughs> London versus India. <laughs> India is a heavy favorite. <laughs> That's a long time India. Pakistan. He's a Pakistan stan, so he does not care for Pakistan. India at all. Why do I even do this podcast? So, Honestly. so when you turn off Ravens Chargers and you turn on London India, do you not like immediately find a rooting interest there? You have to, you have to have a rooting interest to watch these games, right? You can't just like, oh, I just hope to watch some cricket. Great cricketing. It doesn't even make. London is a city. India is a country. Why would a city be playing a country, Brandon? That I don't doesn't know. make any the sense. Minnesota whatsoever. Vikings play the Seattle Seahawks. Lawyered. <laughs> One of those is a state. One of those is a city. That doesn't. That's not the same thing. You. This makes no sense. Uh, I tried. You I called tried, but John, lawyered. That makes. Oh God. You're missing the point. The point is, I'm I asking you. I don't even care about the point. Without a rooting interest. Can I watch sports without a rooting interest? Yes, I can. Wow. Starting to maybe think I've got a problem with competition. <laughs> Might be too competitive. You know, last Might podcast be. we spent about thirty minutes talking about you screaming at umpires during town ball games. So I think a theme is developing here. Just now, almost forty years old. It's just starting to develop. Stuart, what about you? You watch the playoff. The bit you love baseball. You turn on. You, you know there's a playoff game on, and it's like. Cubs versus Diamondbacks, and you haven't really been paying attention. Do you very quickly decide, like, oh right, I hate the Cubs, or do you just um, go like, oh, let's see what happens, and let's just like, I'm hoping for some drama. I will probably go for the drama, but then I'll remember, oh hey, my brother lives in suburban Tempe, so I'll I'll root for the Diamondbacks. You're a messy That's, bitch who loves drama and brothers. I'm a, I, I'm a messy bit. I'm a, I'm a messy thought who lives for the drama. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Well, it was interesting to me, at least. I feel like John wanted to move on long, a long time. Well, ago. yeah, we're we're an, we're an hour in. We haven't even talked about the hockey trade. Okay. Should, should we get there now? We should, because I broke the news on Twitter. <laughs> you did. Well, yeah, because I read Rand's tweet and then I tweeted it at John, and that counts as breaking news now. <laughs> I gotta check You're Twitter more often. Right, it does. Um, okay, so uh, what happened? Stu, so, do you want to break the news to John? Uh, yeah, go globally, ahead and break the news then, again. John, give us a quick analysis. Uh, Barn Darn Stahl got traded to Buffalo because apparently in the NHL you can only trade your players to fucking Buffalo. And <laughs> Buffalo traded like uh, Marcus Robinson back at us or something. So, And I like John's reaction to that trade. Well, I I saw this news earlier tonight. I saw that the Wild had traded Eric Stahl for Marcus Johansson. And it's a very strange trade. Because when you see a trade like that, I don't know much, much or anything about Marcus Johansson. So I see that trade and I think, well, a bunch of things could be true. And so the first one I thought is, well... Maybe they're dumping salary. Maybe they're trying to get under the cap. Well, that's not true. Johansson makes more than Stahl does every year. Then I thought, well, maybe they're trying to 
they got real problems uh, with depth at center and right wing. So maybe Johansson's a right wing. No, he's a left wing who played center last year, but did it so poorly that everyone was like, well, this guy's not a center. And Stahl was maybe their best center. So if anything, they've gotten thinner at center while getting a guy who plays left wing where they have way too many guys already but maybe can play center even though it doesn't seem like it works very well. All right, well, well, maybe the contracts work out. Maybe this is, maybe this is one of those things that contract-wise it just makes sense. Well, no, they both have one year left on their deals, so it's not like they're saving any money there either. Well, maybe there's draft picks? No, there's no draft picks. Well, I maybe Stahl wanted out. Maybe... He really wanted to get to Buffalo for some reason. Well, no, I read on Twitter that he was absolutely stunned by it. So honestly, I have no idea what's going on. It it feels like it's one of those times as a fan of the team when you have to say to your have to say to yourself, there must be a plan to do something else here. There must be another move coming because I want to believe that the team has some kind of plan and none of this makes any sense to me. Of course, we're coming off <laughs> like last off season when Paul Fenton was still the general manager, when we went through this about six or seven times and finally it was like, no, actually this guy has no idea what he's doing. So right now it's a little bit of that same feeling of either there's something else happening here that, I don't know what it is, or this just makes no sense and I don't get it. What is the Occam's razor conclusion to this? This guy's change for it's change for change's sake, is what it is. Yeah, I think that is he, the Occam's The guy the guy admitted as much. It's like, well, if we did if we stood pat, it would just be like last season, and last season sucks, so we're not gonna do that. So he's trading somebody to shake things up. So it's a Good. shake em up a classic yep. shake em up Yep. Okay. Hmm. Well, I I just, I don't I'm know. Sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm, I, the one thing I guess I am sure of is that it'll be the same. You can change all the players on the wild. It just ends up being the same. Yeah. There, it's maybe, well, John. Come on, maybe that's, the seventh. That's maybe, only true for the past twenty years. Okay, let's. They're at best be the seventh best team in the conference. At worst, the eleventh best team in the conference. They pick tenth between tenth and twentieth in the draft every single year. They right. can't put the puck in the net, but they're pretty good defensively. But their goaltending's a little shaky. This has been the true. Kirk Cousins of hockey. They are shit. <laughs> Kirk Cousins It'll is the fine. personification of both the Vikings and the Wild at this point. Fuck. That's not good. No. It'll be fine. Well, it'll be fine, John. It'll be fine. What about, we got a young guy, John. We got that young. Yeah. Which young, young guy? Young buck. Don't make me. I, <laughs> no follow-ups, please. Mar- Marcus Robinson. That's who we got. Go, <laughs> go ahead and name the three hockey players you know, Brandon. It's not... Steve Stamkos or Austin Matthews or Connor McDavid. Austin Matthews, Zach Parisi, Ryan Suter. <laughs> oh shit! This is, it, is it John. Is it's just the backdoor way to get Jack Eichel back? 
Uh, no. Is this it? <laughs> that would be – it would be an amazing plan if in order to get Jack Eichel, the Wild had to make several other separate trades to prove something to the Sabres. Like, huh? Well, if you really want to prove you're serious about this, why don't you trade one of your centers for one of our left wings? Just you prove you're it. serious yeah, about this. Yeah, we will. Well, you can John, only trade the Buffalo, so that's the only choice you have. I mean, there is a it. young guy. I'm positive. It's like Kyle something or Stu. Come on. Doc, I, it's me, Dr. Crease. Asking Mr. Puck. No, I well, I mean, again, I can't comment on these things. You know that, right? Right. You're Mr. Puck. You have to remain yeah, objective. Yeah, I have to keep. I have to keep my counsel. You do. You do. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but you. I mean, okay. You can at least say it. You know who I'm talking about, right? Why don't you yeah, guys say see. it together? Just count one, two, three, and then say his name together. <laughs> ready? All right. You ready, Stu? Yeah. Okay, one. Let's do it. One, two, two, two three, three. Zeke Turnblad. Austin Matthews. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Did we get it? I, I couldn't hear. That I, was correct. Mike. You both were right. Okay. You both we were both right about it. that. Yes. <laughs> we did it. Oh, that's good. That's a fun game. Okay, so John, you rate this trade. Let me guess what your your grade is a... Uh, shrug emoji. My my grade is a question mark colored in by a four year old. <laughs> Writing that down. A question mark colored <laughs> in by a four year old. Um, I just wanted to quickly give an update to the uh, very good sports of people who are at the top of the podcast. Uh, we're going to look to see what happened to the score of that Twins game that we referenced and have decided not to, to trust us. I want to tell you people that it's still 3-1 to one Minnesota Twins. Okay. So keep listening, um, even though we won't get to the end of this game with the podcast. So when we're done, then you can go check the score. When we're, But don't check it right now. Yeah, Just not right case. now. Yeah. Just in case. Don't, you never know. Don't do that. Could like be one of those like, immediate rain out situations where it like starts raining and they're like, Oh yeah, that we're done. Um, <clears throat> sorry, pardon me. First time with a microphone. My apologies. Um, I wanted to talk about the NBA really quick and only to point out that I, in the last podcast awarded to John, um, the number one, most likely to win the championship team because I felt like John, deserved something good in his life. Uh, that team immediately blew, historically, a 3-1 lead and is now sent home. <laughs> John, uh, I feel like this somehow is something you did. Yeah, this happens to me a lot, I think you'll notice. Yeah, the Los Angeles Clippers him, um, completely shit the you bed. Gave him, you gave him the Clippers? Again, the Clippers. Stu, it's funny now, but a week ago or two weeks ago, it made a ton of sense. They were a juggernaut. Yeah, You're a and goddamn the, uh, juggernaut. Okay. Um, a hypothetical for the people juggernaut. who did not watch uh, Game Seven last night, um, uh, John's team, Paul George, who I think Kawhi Leonard recruited to the Clippers in the offseason, mm-hmm. yep, uh, hit in the fourth quarter, hit the side of the backboard, shooting a three. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to just also point out, not like a desperation heave, 
two seconds left. He's been double teamed. He was wide open, and he hit the side of the backboard. Um, and me, <laughs> on the I, other uh, end of the court, on the other Nick Nikola Jokic on the other end of the court, who uh, uh, David Roth described as a guy who's always playing barefoot against his nephews on a hot driveway, <laughs> was just destroying <laughs> them, destroying uh, Kawhi beautiful. Leonard, who was the uh, it's I. That is that's how that happened. I could not figure out how that happened. Now I know. You gave John the Clippers. That's how it happened. Nikola yep. yeah. Nikola Jokic is he has to be Jokic. every basketballer's favorite player who also looks like he's been sentenced to play in the NBA for a term of not less than ten years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, a million years ago, Michael Jordan was the best player, and so every every kid wanted to like do the crazy, weird wraparound layups and all that. Um, and then uh, recently, <laughs> wait, hold hold on, let's just stop for one second here. Reverse reverse layups. The thing that Michael Jordan made everyone want to do is well, reverse layups. Weird in traffic layups. I mean, they couldn't. Little kids can't dunk, but like they love the athleticism of like going up against, you know, like just being a crazy athletic basketball player, right? Um, and then Steph Curry got good, and all these kids. And I don't know if you know any like younger kids who like basketball. All of a sudden, were like forty feet away from the basket, deciding they could shoot from there because that's what Steph did, right? And it was very frustrating to watch because. You know, they can't, and it's made some like youth basketball players and leagues like impossible because they all take their stuff. But I'm really looking forward to a bunch of like out of shape young kids just doing like crazy behind the back passes and no look passes and um, never jumping ever. Just deciding like I don't, I don't, I'm not jumping. Jokic doesn't jump. I'm not jumping. And it's just going to be a whole new generation of kids, non-athletes playing. Where was Nikola Jokic when I was playing sixth grade basketball? I needed a role model. Here's a fat guy who can't jump that doesn't look like he's having any fun. That's something that I could have done. John, John, why why does Dave hate hate Glenn Mason so much? (laughs) It's not not good. It's not good for your soul. it seems unhealthy. I mean, he wins 10 games. That's good. Every year. Yeah? They only play 13. <laughs> he recruits so well for his school. Tell Think Dave where to you be nice, before Glenn Tell Dave Mason. to be nice. I mean, I... Shouldn't just be appreciative? No? Appreciate <sighs> the Mason? Not Glenn? for the first time on this podcast. Why do I do this podcast? I don't, <laughs> I don't know why I'm here. Oh, man. <clears throat> Uh, J- uh, Stu and I worked on that all day long. <laughs> 2 p.m. on. It's just been nothing but a That's master it. class in that accent. That's right. Uh, well, it was just a delicious end to that uh, series. It was incredible. Um, as a Clippers hater, I loved seeing it. And uh, as a Lakers super fan, as you know, um, it meant everything to me. So um, we'll see what happens uh, in the next series. That's my NBA update. Stu uh, gave you the Raptors. They are also out. I'm very sorry, but they uh, they played great. And Chicken Fingers Heat are still in it. I can't believe that Heater, we're down. Heater, Heater are going to win the whole goddamn thing, aren't they? They could. 
They very well. No, they are, they are. They are going to win the whole thing. There's. I. I. I, I do not doubt Jimmy Butler anymore. Oh, you're not questioning. You're saying somebody. Somebody told ground. Jimmy Butler that everyone thought they were better than him, and now he's just on like this complete psycho realm. That oh God, did McIlson hit that out? Oh, we got an update. That's we a home run. That's a we got a live update. That's a that's a two run home run by McIlson at the top uh, of the eighth. And a boy. Sorry, that's five no, to one yeah. now. Yeah, it it's that's nice to have the normalcy of watching sports during the podcast with Stu and somehow Stu's television is four second seconds ahead of mine. Oh, so man. And I, mean, I, I know what's about to happen before it happens. John, we've talked about it before, but honestly, one of the greatest moments of sportive history was when Stu was watching the Vikings game, <laughs> when we told him to please not watch the Vikings game and he just refused to listen to us and kept saying, oh, there's a fumble. Oh, shit, the Vikings just fumbled. <laughs> We're like, Stu, please, please. We have a DVR. We're going to catch up later. We're not talking about it. He goes, yeah, 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 you got it, you got it. Oh, there's an interception. Kirk Cuss <laughs> just kept. Just absolutely would not listen to anything we said, <laughs> pleading with him the whole time. We're wasn't that the one where we were we literally were trying to record during the game because we thought it'd be interesting and I think Chicken was driving somewhere. That's right. Yep. And so we were trying to go through this whole thing and Stu would say something and we would plead with him to not say anything more. And Please. He would <laughs> Two seconds later, oh that's it. His legs off. Oh, His no. legs laying on the ground. Oh, Look away from your television. He's so insured. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Oh, man. Thank God Uh, no one's listening to this anymore. That, between that and the one that we recorded in Aaron Gleeman's basement, where it sounded like everybody's head was stuck in a bucket, that those are the two high points of the sport, for sure. That was tough because that was such a fun episode, too. Yeah. Just a murderer's row of great people Mm -hmm. in that basement. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. What a night. What a night. What a night. You had your Aaron Gleeman's, you had your Holly Manthys, you had your Parker Hagemans and whatnots, probably John Bonus, Zach Floyd, us. Probably John Bonus. Probably John. Uh, Yeah, that was a good time. We threw a TV off uh, Aaron's balcony later that (laughs) night. Just threw it off the balcony into the snow. I still don't know why we did that. It was Dana's Uh, idea. Dana Wessel said to. That's all I need, honestly. You know, Dana is one of those guys who's got a way about him. Yep, he does. And if he says throw a TV, you go, that does sound good, Dana. That does sound like something I want to do. Yep, it's like next year for guys who really are into Jurassic Park. (laughs) Uh, he's the best. He is absolutely. Yep. Okay, Uh, we got through all my content. I have no more content on my list. So uh, now we can move on to John. What, John, what are all your content agenda topics? Um, and we'll do nice. one hour for you and one hour for Stu. <laughs> it's nice <laughs> to see William Zestadio back. It is. Yep. Yep. A little bit of joy in our lives. We're looking for stuff. A little, little extra pep in your step watching him. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's good. Yeah, that's um, very good. That's probably the end of my content. Um, the loons are terrible. The links are good. They play in the playoffs tomorrow mm-hmm. night. That should be fun. Maya Moore got married. That I did so not see coming. The guy got out of jail, right? I did not see that coming. I got to be honest. Uh-uh. Nope. Never for a second. Amazing. Uh, yeah, that's very cool. Good for her. story. We wish them yep. so much happiness. 
Mm-hmm. They're listening. Maya, Jonathan, congratulations. Two of our, I would say, earliest fans and still probably our biggest fans. She, we it, love the death. I, I it was so like, fun that we were all at the wedding with you. It was great. It was I such feel, a good one. I feel like Maya Moore does not get enough credit in the discussions about who the greatest Minnesota athlete of all time is. Because, you know, that Seriously. thing comes up when you're when you're searching for content, but mm-hmm. deserves more respect, respect in those discussions. True. Yep, you're right. She should at least have a chain of, like, pizza restaurants in the West Metro, like Tino Letary does, <laughs> you would think. Just, just at least. At the very that. least. At the very least. As, as a starting point. That's just a jump off. As long as her son or possibly nephew plays hockey for the Gophers someday, then I'm fine with it. Oh, was oh, that what? What if was what that if he goes like Mankato State or something? What's that? Lou Nanny is not going to sit for that. <laughs> Lou Nanny doesn't allow anything to happen in this state. No. John, can you give me thirty seconds on what's happening with college football? Um, which part of college football? The Big Ten part of college football, they're going to play again. They the Big Ten is going to play again. They have figured out like daily testing, and or most kids already have gotten it. Um, <laughs> so the Iowa, the Iowa plan is just give it to everybody and let God sort it out. Right, right. Uh, so they have figured out enough testing where they are able to get back and play. It's not going to be a full season. I, I know some kids have already like opted out. Um, but uh, as a gopher rube, mm-hmm. um, if you're able to trust the testing process, and that's a that's a big if, we're just going to jump right over that if. Uh, this has got to be very exciting because they are going to be awesome, right? The Gophers, I honestly don't know. Their their best player already opted out. Um, that's right. It's oh, when I was looking correctly. up the draft pick stuff, he's like a first round pick right now. Mock yeah. draft. Oh yeah. Wise. He's amazing. You're um, the mock draft guy. Mock draft king. MDK. <laughs> you do love a mock draft. I I, I really don't know what to think at this point. I, okay. I I want everyone to be healthy, but I can't prevent them from not being healthy. This goes for all of society, not just the go for football team. I would yeah. I would like it better if Everyone would be healthy and not have to worry about this, but that's not a decision I get to make. So no, I know. Yeah, um, I'm also trying to. <clears throat> one of my uh, things is uh, practicing empathy. <laughs> I do believe it's like a thing you have to practice because it doesn't come naturally all the time. Um, and I'm sure Fuck there's you. like kids <laughs> and parents. <laughs> uh, I have to imagine if my kid was playing as a parent, I would be. Um, very gung ho about wanting my kid to play. I, I think, I know, it, I understand that that sounds sort of selfish. Um, but I have to imagine if you're like, hey, we got all this testing in place. I, you know, um, there's got to be some very, that's that's a big moment for these kids. So I'm trying to, it's it's straining my empathy muscle a little bit, but. Um, I don't know. We've I I personally was wrong about all the other professional sports working, and they've all been good. Um, right. So, really trying to now I'm squinting so much I can barely see. I'm really trying to squint and hope that this can not be 
an absolute all-out full-fledged disaster and that it doesn't involve somebody or more than one person i mean i i i do feel like i mean i don't know i can't speak intelligently about what the potential death rates or injury rates or long-term illness rates are for anyone involved i i do know that right now it looks like the sports that have come back so far seem like they've been good things overall, not just for the people who play them and the companies that broadcast them and advertise on them, but for people like you and me that actually want to watch these things. I think it, on balance, it's been good that the twins are back and we get to watch the twins play on TV, even though it's extremely weird that there's a bunch of cardboard cutouts in the stands behind the behind home plate. It's and strange. sometimes the like A's play in like full on like orange sky, right? But uh, I mean, yeah, that's just a twenty twenty yeah. problem. That's like a it's been weird, completely. But separate I, from I was the wrong about that. I was wrong. I totally yeah. thought like this is a full fucking disaster. This is the most insane thing we've ever tried to do. Yeah, so. and so far everything has been mostly fine. I because they're able to separate them from everyone else. That's how it works. You get the bubble, you get them in there, you separate them from the Vox Populi and they tend to not get sick. Well, bubbles I mean, work. The bubbles but, have been good. But the but baseball has worked more or less, not extremely well, but it's worked okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Although, didn't Ed Orgeron come out and say, well, most of the LSU players have had it already, so we're ready to go or something like that? Yeah. Yep. He said most, maybe all. If any, <laughs> Definitely if, the majority. If there is any college football coach currently coaching today that I would believe has deliberately infected people with COVID <laughs> just to get them ready for the season, it would either be Ed Orgeron or Mike Leach, one of those two guys. Yeah, that's very true. I don't know. I mean, right now, yes, it does seem like it's um, risky to say it does, the least. But at least, at least they're getting paid for it, right? That's true. That's true. Right? Uh, their oh. pensions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those tests, the uh, yeah, same but- day testing, that's available to the rest of the student body, right? Right. Right. Maybe. No. Probably. Let's hope. Um Let's well it's right just uh that's the problem there, I think. Here's the thing. I, I understand I the argument. I understand the argument about well, they're not getting paid, so whatever, but that take does sort of assume a certain level of stupidity on the part of the participants. Like at this point I can't imagine that there are many college football players who are in the dark about the potential risks that this poses. Obviously, we don't know the long-term health risks that it might pose, and there's a lot. Oh, of... we sort of we oh we uh, we sort of do with the uh, heart issues that some of the players are having. Right, but at some point, you just have to let people choose what they're going to choose. It's like people who are going out to eat in restaurants inside right now. That seems utterly insane to me, but people are making yeah. that choice. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Right. It gets tough. So I I just think as long as as we have a a real estate idiot who shits in the gold toilet in charge, I think we're going to be okay. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Uh. 
Sorry, well, was that political? Well, th- that was political, wasn't it? Sorry. Do you think the you White House? No, we're not political on here. You know, no, that. we are not. We are so rule. nope. We do not. We are, we're just a bunch of knuckleheads who like to talk about balls and strikes. That's it. Number one sport of rule: don't be political. Number two yep. sport of rule: Glenn Mason yep, was just, actually a pretty decent coach. We just oh. get it, we just get in there and just we talk about <laughs> you know talk about the game, guys. Don't bring any of that other stuff in it. Just talk hey, about. If the game. they're gonna they're gonna leave it all on the field, and so are we. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a good. That's a good motto. It is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I want to be wrong. Obviously, when I see these sort of updates and feel like it's just people going like, "Ah, oh, we can't handle it anymore. We have to change." That worries me. Um, but the fact that they shut it down to begin with was, to me, like my number one. If these, the most money-hungry human beings known to man, people in charge of the of college football, are willing to shut down, that must be serious. Because it was cheaper trusted, to shut down. It was cheaper to shut down than to get sued, is what it right. came down to. Yeah, liability. Right. You're right. That's a factor. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Right. Well, fingers crossed. I'm hoping for the best. <laughs> that's as that's always. Just you, Brandon. You know that's me. just you, Brandon. Fingers crossed that's... is our national plan for everything right now. So. Old Optimus Broxy. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Hope is a strategy. You know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if okay. she's on top, she can't get pregnant. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Say the dads. Uh, we're okay. All die. Um. I tried to wait until this Twins game was over. It wasn't going to work. Um, John, that was a really good hour of content from you. Do you yep. have any parting shots, last words? I mean, I'll stay here and talk all night, but I'm... Um, I'm Glenn Mason was a terrible coach. Glenn Mason is Stu? mediocrity in a box. Stu, your counterpoint. <laughs> um, John was a season ticket holder. It would be cruel to say anything otherwise. Right. That's true. That's true. All right, Stu, anything else you need to get off your chest? Um, Taylor Swift's Betty, I think, is the best single of the year. Yeah, it's very good. It's a very good song. No, the best single of the year is Take Me Home, Country Roads by Whitney. Oh, God, it's so good. I love that. It's so so good. unbelievably good. I've listened to it a million times. My kids are obsessed. My kids only care about Juice World. They don't care about any other artist no, at all, except Juice World, and then Take Me Home Country Roads. That's it. That's uh, how good that song so is. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, John. Thank you, John Denver. John, you can do it. You can listen to Take Me Home Country Roads by Whitney. Okay. I I, I sure am. I, I, I definitely know how to do that. Right. I can see you just pretending to, like, find a piece of paper <laughs> and, like, just miming the write down when it's, like, Oh yeah, here's your order number for the service appointment. A D one seven nine twelve. What and you're just like, uh huh. Yep, yep. Oh yeah. Got that. Got that noted down. Right. I That's you. I was genuinely proud because for the first time in the near three hundred episode history of this podcast, so Stu mentioned a Taylor Swift song that I've actually heard and listened to more than once and Oh, so I was feeling. I was feeling like a very good 
music knower, and now we're I'm back off in the weeds again, and you're like, I didn't realize you had heard that song. I should have given you some space to let it breathe a little bit. What do you think about that song? Um, or al- I, and or album? I <laughs> I I think I texted Stu my thoughts about it at the time, so I'll just leave it there. Wow. I I'll wasn't just, on that text thread, so that's that's a very alienating way to end the show. I would say about once it's, a year I text do a music thought, and he generally is nice but dismissive in return. And that's all yeah. I ask for. That's right. He's nicely dismissive. Nicely dismissive. Well, I'll take that. Well, I agree. It's a very good song. Okay. What do you think? That's enough, right? Good God. Hour and 23? God, yeah, we're we're good. We we gave them their fucking content, man. That's right. You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome, Wade. We may only record one every two weeks, but when we do, we record four of them smashed into one episode. That's right. Okay, signing off. Uh, love you all. We'll talk to you in six to eight weeks. Go Vikings! Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.